Hello and welcome to the Local Myth Storian podcast with me, Eli Lewis Lysett, where we explore the extraordinary local histories of Cheshire, Derbyshire and Staffordshire. In this episode, we're looking at the historical provenance of a legend from the village of Alton in the Staffordshire Moorlands, a legend that's almost as famous as the local theme park, Alton Towers. And along the way, we're searching for the truth behind the story, asking why an ancient oak tree has been bound up in rusty iron chains for the better part of the past 200 years. Alton has more to offer than just Alton Towers. The village has 50 listed buildings. From the 12th century church to the village lockup built in 1819, the place is something of an architectural gem. And it's a village with an ancient history too. Alton Castle was built by the Normans following their invasion of 1066 and then was extensively remodelled in the 19th century to resemble a Teutonic stronghold, courtesy of the man that is at the centre of this legend someone who was a huge fan of grand building projects, the 16th Earl of Shrewsbury, John Talbot. The legend of the chained oak has lasted into the modern era, frankly because it's still there. An ancient oak tree bound up in iron chains, tucked away in the village near a B&B of the same name. And the legend tells of how one night in the 1800s, the 16th Earl was on his way home to Alton Towers, which then was a grand country residence, and in fact had one of the largest formal landscape gardens in the whole of Britain. And on his way through the woods, the Earl's carriage was stopped by a beggar woman, and the Earl apparently spurned her. At this, the beggar woman pointed up to an oak tree that was beside them on the trackway, and said that from that day forth, for any branch that fell from that oak tree, a member of the Earl's family would die. And then the Earl had the tree bound up in iron chains so that that couldn't happen. That's the legend. A kind of insurance policy against the beggar woman's curse. Now it's a great story. Over the years since, it's almost been become considered as a bit of a a hoax, perhaps. Because as legends and folklore go, there's not a great deal of supporting evidence around it. But if it was a hoax, that tree exists as do the 20 stone steps that have been placed there leading up to it beside the trackway. But my research suggests that far from being a hoax, there may actually be some answers in the deep personal tragedy of the Talbot family around that time that make the whole thing quite plausible. John Talbot himself didn't reside in Alton until 1831, having inherited the title of the Earl of Shrewsbury from his uncle Charles in 1827. John Talbot died in 1852, so we have a window of just over 20 years when this could have taken place. Now the site today, framed as it is with those stone steps, and of course with the iron chains, well that all fits in with the fact that we know John Talbot was a fan of building projects, and we also know that iron, so therefore iron chains, would have been in abundance in Alton. The village has a rich history of ironworking going back to the 1200s. But what ties all this together? The curse, the time period in question, and then the chains on the oak tree, is found in the story of his daughter's life, Lady Gwendolyn Talbot. Born in 1817, Lady Gwendolyn Talbot was described in her teenage years, by King William IV as the greatest beauty in the realm. And courtesy of the Talbot family's Catholic connections, 
spent most of her adolescence and her young adulthood on the continent, touring Europe. And come 1835, she married into a very well-established Italian family, the Borghese's. I mean, this family was so well-connected. It included people such as Napoleon's sister. And in fact, her husband, Marco Antonio Borghese, was actually Italian regional royalty. He was Prince of Sulmona. So residing in Rome, Lady Gwendolyn Talbot became something of a patron for the sick. She was forever getting involved with charity and pretty much spurning all those trappings of the life that she had. One story that sums up a character quite well is when she was sitting for a portrait and the painter asked her to put on a fine Turkish shawl he'd seen her wear previously. To which she replied she had no idea where the shawl was. She thought she'd given it away to a maid and she was more than happy to be painted in just what she was wearing. In 1837, a cholera epidemic hit Rome that decimated the working class population. And it's during this time that Lady Gwendolyn really comes into her own with a charitable action. She actually led the relief efforts, often in disguise, enabling her to work amongst the poorer areas of the city, feeding and taking care of the children. And it was during this time she got her nickname, which was Mother of the Poor. Once the epidemic subsided, she finally returned to Alton. This was in 1840, so five years since her marriage and the first time she'd been back. She'd spent five months back in the village, even giving birth to a son while she was there, before returning to Rome in October of 1840. One week later, she caught scarlet fever and died. And then during the next month, all three of her sons died from measles. This was a cataclysmic event for the Talbot family. So given that this was the end of 1840, throughout autumn, and its tempestuous weather, it seems to me that the whole issue of the curse, which the Earl probably thought nothing of at the time, suddenly shot into the spotlight. So it's against this backdrop that when the Earl heard that a storm in the valley had brought down branches from the oak tree, it would be quite plausible for him to ride out and have it bound up because the curse suddenly seemed real. There's a long-standing trope about the Earl that he had he had a nickname, Good Earl John. And it's been held in history that this meant there's no way such a, a man with a name as Good Earl John would have spurned a needy beggar. But this is a misunderstanding. The 16th Earl John Talbot's nickname of Good Earl John comes from his actions during a period called the Catholic Emancipation, which followed the Relief Act of 1829. This was repealing a lot of the laws that had come in regarding Catholics way back in the 1600s, when the issue of religion in England was a truly volatile topic. John Talbot, a committed Catholic, went to work in improving local Catholic properties. And so the nickname Goodill John is connected directly to those actions and not due to his attitude towards the poor. So really, the story of the legend of the chained oak may be one of superstition, witchcraft, and intrigue, but it's also a deeply personal one. And the star of it isn't the oak tree or the beggar woman, or even John Talbot himself, but it's his daughter, Lady Gwendolyn Talbot, who seems to have been a shining example of that rarest of things, a genuine force for good in a cruel and unforgiving world. 
You can find my full research piece on this story along with many others in my book, Mythstoric Origins, which is available via Amazon. If you enjoy the podcast, you also might find my website interesting, thelocalmythstorian.com. Please sign up for the newsletter and you'll get access to the members library where there's PDFs, audio files and all sorts of content related to the local history and folklore of Cheshire, Derbyshire and Staffordshire. You can find me on Twitter too, at TLMythStorian. It's been a pleasure. Until next time.